So it was trial by fire and I made a lot of mistakes. One thing I learned very much the hard way was that each time I violated a permaculture principle, it didn't work out well. This is the Farm Hop Life Podcast, a traveling homestead family. I'm Matt DeRosier. On the Farm Hop Life Podcast, we learn what it takes to grow your own food from everyday people. Could be a college student grows tomatoes and salad greens on their apartment patio, a former VP of marketing for Del Taco now raising cattle in Montana, or someone who hasn't had a homestead in over 10 years. This show is aimed at teaching you what it takes to make homesteading work for you, that we all make mistakes, we all have bad days, but we can reach out and help one another thrive and giving you the confidence needed to go feed yourself. Welcome to the show. This is a new series called Famous Farmers. Should only be a few minutes. Let's go. Toby Hemingway, born April 23rd, 1952. In grade school, he loved reading and writing, would entertain his fellow students with a series of short stories about the adventures of a boy genius, according to his sister Anne. Quote, he studied a lot and read on his own, she said in his early days growing up in the Detroit and Chicago areas, where his father was in marketing and sales for General Electric and auto companies. Quote, he was a busy kid, a brilliant, busy child, always doing science experiments. Things were blowing up in the basement a lot, she said. After obtaining a degree in biology from Tufts University, Toby worked for many years as a researcher in genetics and immunology, first in academic laboratories including Harvard and the University of Washington in Seattle, and then at Immunex, a major medical biotech company. At the same time, he was growing dissatisfied with the direction biotechnology was taking. He discovered permaculture, a design approach based on ecological principles that create sustainable landscapes, homes, and workplaces. A career change followed, and Toby and his wife Keel spent 10 years creating a rural permaculture site in southern Oregon. He was the editor of Permaculture Activist, a journal of ecological design and sustainable culture, from 1999 to 2004. He moved to Portland, Oregon in 2004 and spent six years developing urban sustainability resources there. He served as an adjunct professor at Portland State University, scholar-in-residence at Pacific University, and field director at the Permaculture Institute USA. In 2009, he published his first book, Gaia's Garden, a guide to home-scale permaculture, still the best-selling book on ecological gardening. From permies.com, quote, Paul reviews the third permaculture ethic with Toby Hemingway, The Return of Surplus. Toby finds it ironic that people are quick to tell him he should be giving away his book as surplus. Toby goes through some history on how he got his first workshop paid for, when people come to Toby looking for a break on price, he gets upset when people are able-bodied and intelligent. Asking for a subsidy should be a last resort. Paul Wheaton explains that some people are taking advantage of the third ethic in surplus. People do not have the right to come in and tell you what you have in surplus and how you should give things away. Paul and Toby discuss the difference between the gift economy and the theft economy. Toby explains how an ethic works and how it is meant to serve the community. Ethics are not meant to serve a person. In an interview with Chelsea Green, publisher of Toby Hemingway's second book, The Permaculture City, which is published in 2015, provides a new way of thinking about urban living with practical examples for creating abundant food, energy, security, close-knit communities, local and meaningful livelihoods, and sustainable policies in our cities and towns. Chelsea, asks, 
You started off in Seattle, moved to rural Oregon, then to Portland, and now you live in the Bay Area. How did this follow your own evolution in terms of using permaculture design principles to guide your own daily life and choosing where to live, rural versus urban? Toby answers, I met my wife in Seattle in 1990 when I was working in biotech and she was at Microsoft. We both soon realized that our lives, stressful and busy, had strayed far from giving us what we desired in life. I had just discovered permaculture and at that time was being applied in mainly on large rural properties, so we bailed on city life and moved to 10 acres in southern Oregon. In retrospect, being such a newbie to permaculture, the move was a hasty decision that wasn't well grounded in permaculture principles. Our property didn't have good water or soil, for example, but I believed firmly that using permaculture design I could make up for that, and we did, to a large extent. So it was trial by fire and I made a lot of mistakes. One thing I learned very much the hard way was that each time I violated a permaculture principle, it didn't work out well. Because we had a lot of land, I planted far more trees than I needed. I didn't do a good assessment of my needs. I just wanted it all and put them far from the house. So I wasn't following the principles of start small and start at your doorstep. And once all my other systems started producing, those trees got neglected and suffered. I was also trying to run a large homestead by myself, not following the principle of each function should be supported in multiple ways. And the land itself didn't really want to be a food forest. The soil and microclimate were much more suited for being a conifer forest. Thus, I wasn't working with nature, but against it. In spite of all those mistakes, the land became very productive and diverse, and we accomplished a lot. Pretty much everything we had gone there to do. That's when we realized we were driving everywhere and burning tons of fuel and other resources to sustain this supposedly st sustainable lifestyle. And we were lonely. So we moved to Portland and we were amazed by how much our resource consumption shrank. I was still able to grow a huge amount of food in a 6,000 square foot yard, but we didn't need to drive long distances to have a social or cultural life. That brought us back in tune with the principle of relative location placing things that you use the most near where you spend your time. Thus, I really learned the power of permaculture principles by breaking most of them and being taught by that is why they were worth following. End quote. Sadly, tragedy struck Toby and his family in 2015. In the fall of that year, he was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. After un undergoing chemotherapy, he was nevertheless told that his cancer had spread from his pancreas to his liver. While Toby had begun his second round of chemo in October, he developed septic shock. Septic shock occurs when an immune system is weakened by cancer and allows for a widespread infection in the blood as well as dangerously low blood pressure. Since, additional scans show that cancer continued to spread. Toby passed away in December 20th, 2016 after a battle with pan pancreatic cancer. However, there are many recorded presentations and podcasts of Toby, so his teachings will continue to inspire the next generation of those working to restore and repair the land we will live with. Hope you enjoyed hearing this. Let me know what you think. Email me, matt at farmhoplife.com, and also tell me who you'd like to hear about. I'm probably going to end up doing Alan Savory next. So, if you'd like to hear that, let me know. Thank you. I am Matt DeRosier of Farm Hop Life. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to subscribe and visit farmhoplife.com. Inside of the city, the people are crazy. Out of their minds.
friends, they ain't got a clue. We gone away, headed west for Montana. Left family and friends, all I got now is you. We both got new jobs, a host and a homestead, thinking this was the life, all that there'd be. After our firstborn, you had to stay home. That's when the work got in the way for me. Well, I started farm hop life. You'll come to your farm to help and to me and the family, a truck and an RV, send us a message. And-